Praise God. Praise the Lord. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord today. I will do my best not to be too long-winded today. It's approaching your lunch hour. But uh, the Lord moves in unusual and different ways. I don't understand all of his ways. The older I get, the less I understand. But the older I get, the more I have to trust him. Praise God. If you stand with me this morning, we'll be getting into the word of the Lord. God moved on me in a a different kind of way to preach today's message. You know, I don't intend to be long today. But this message has been preached in this pulpit before. This was my fifth message as pastor of this church. I'm about to preach again. It was the first Sunday night that I was pastor, February 16th, 2014. It's been a little less than eight and a half years ago. But I believe the Lord moved on me to speak it again. Joshua chapter 3. first verse and Joshua rose early in the morning and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan he and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over and it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host. And they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priest, the Levites, bearing it, then shall you remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it that you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way heretofore. Also in your hearing, 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. 
For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? So even the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. This morning, I want to turn your attention back to Joshua. Speaking of the Ark of the Covenant, he said, there should be a space between you and it, verse 4, about 3,000 cubits, about 2,000 cubits by measure, come not near unto it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way heretofore. With the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, just for a few moments, I want to speak again on the subject to the second time to this congregation, you've never been here before. You've never been here before. Shall we pray? Dear Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God. For all that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you shall do. Lord, your word is never bound, and I ask, Lord, that it would go forth and do the work, Lord, that must be done in this assembly today. Let your divine and perfect will be accomplished, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, help us to receive what you would have to say in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing in honor of the word of the Lord. We find a turning point in the nation of Israel that begins to be detailed here in the book of Joshua chapter 3. They had arrived at the banks of Jordan and now, all of the things that had been promised from way back at the times that they had been in Egypt of a promised land flowing with milk and honey lay just before them. They were standing there close nearby and we find where the Joshua arose early in the morning and begins to speak to the children of Israel there. The Bible says that after that they had gained uh, the past three days that the officers went into the host. Joshua told the officers, he said, here's what you need to tell the people of Israel. That when we begin to move, it will begin to move in a procedure that is very specific. That you don't just leave until the time is correct. He said, command the people in verse 3, when you see the ark of the covenant, the Lord your God, and the priest, the Levites bearing it. This ark of the covenant was much akin to a large coffin, a very large box. And this large box had certain things in it 
And so there was holy things, artifacts that were inside of the ark specifying the covenant between God and man. And on the outside of this ark there was the uh, angels that their angel wings tipped each other on the mercy seat of the top of this ark of the covenant. And along the sides of the ark of the covenant was little ringlets that were designed for staves or for poles to go through them, that no man would touch the Ark of the Covenant, but rather that the Levites, the priesthood, would take those staves and would run them through on either sides of the rings of the Ark of the Covenant, and then they would hoist the Ark up onto their shoulders and would carry the Ark of the Covenant from place to place. And here we find this instruction very specific that these elders, uh, the officers would tell the people when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then you shall remove from your place and go after it. Then there was another curious commandment that said, and there shall be a space between you and it about 2,000 cubits by measure, and you shall not come unto near unto it. 2,000 cubits, I would say, would be close to maybe a quarter of a mile. Something very small, but yet there was a distance that was to be placed between the children of Israel and the Ark of the Covenant. The reason that there was placed there a distance between them was that there would be the respect of the power of God that was signified in the Ark of the covenant. He said, don't come near unto the ark of the covenant that you may know the way by which you must go. You'll be able to see from afar off where that ark of the covenant is going. If you get too close sometimes, you can't see it just the way you should. But when you look at a distance, you can see where the ark is going to take you. He said, for you have not passed this way heretofore. You've never been where you're about to step your feet upon. This is the long-awaited promised place that I have promised you, the land flowing with milk and honey. This place that I have promised unto Abraham and all of his seed, you now are at the precipice and the very point of turning where you will begin to step. And every place that your feet steps upon will be a place of promise that I have now given unto you. Every place that you walk, it will now be a place of possession that I have given you. And so it was. He said, when you see the Ark of the Covenant and you see the ministry of the Old Testament, as they take that staves and run it through the rings and a priest gets on this corner and a priest gets on this corner and then on the front two corners there's two more priests and they reach down and they pick up those stays that are sticking out. And 
And they raised them up and put them on their shoulders and now the Ark of the Covenant is at eye level and you can see the Ark and then you can see the cherubims on the top as the angels, they point toward each other at the mercy seat and they're now holding the Ark of the Covenant glistening in the sun. He said, now when you see the, uh, the, the Levites bearing the Ark of the Covenant, get up out of your place and follow after it. Amen. Today, I watched in amazement as the Lord used Brother Justin to be able to lead this congregation in worship in such a way that the power of God began to fall. When the ministry begins to take hold of the Ark of the Covenant and we begin to feel the power of God and the Spirit of God begins to move, that's the time that you're to get up out of your place where you've always been and go after the Spirit of God and follow the leading of the Lord as the ministry carries the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Come on, somebody love the Lord right now. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because you've never been where you're going. You've never been where you're going. Oh, God, let the Spirit of the Lord lead us as we move into new dimensions. I never dreamed that eight years and four months ago that the Lord would put us where we are today. Oh, we've seen so much improvement. We've seen so much change. We've seen so much movement in the spirit and spiritual growth. I've seen many of you grow in God. I've seen many of you pray through to the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I've seen so many things happen, but yet I want you to know that we now are entering into a brand new dimension in the spirit and the Lord is saying you're now going in the territory that I promised you and everywhere you put your foot down thereby you can claim in the name of the Lord every promise in the book is still yours Because you've never been here before. You can't remain where you are. You've got to get up. When the Spirit of God gets to moving, you've got to move with the Spirit of the Lord. You can't just remain where you've always sat and say, well, God, I'll help me somehow. No, you've got to get up when the Spirit is moving and move with the Spirit of God lest you get left behind. And the ministry today has been carrying the Ark of the Covenant. The Spirit of the Lord is in the house today and God has ordained the ministry that it would carry the presence of the Lord in a service. And I declare unto you today, it's time to get up and move with the presence of the Lord and say, God, I'm ready to do whatever you want me to do. Because you've never been here before. You've never walked in the places that you're going to walk. The River Jordan was just about to, to separate 
And the priest, when their feet just touched the water, the waters were going to part. And they were going to step down into that riverbed with that great box called the Ark of the Covenant. And they would step into dry ground as they crossed over the River Jordan into what was known as the Promised Land. And between one and three million Jews would follow them over into the Promised Land. And now they were in territory of the enemy, but it belonged to them. You are in the territory of the enemy, but it belongs to you. There are souls that the enemy has taken into his territory. He has hijacked them and bushed them and taken them captive. Oh, but to those souls, the Lord says, all souls belong to me. Those souls still belong to the Lord. And God will see an increase if we will do what we're supposed to do. Oh, my God, when we step over into the land that God has promised us, you cannot remain where you've always been. You've got to get up and follow after the ministry. You've got to get up and follow after the leading of the Holy Ghost. I said you've got to get up and leave your place. Some of you have not left your place. You need to get up out of your place. What is my place? The place of complacency. Get up out of complacency and get on your face before God. Get your hands in the air and magnify God and say, I will see the great mighty move of God. I will see great and wondrous things done for the kingdom of the Lord's sake. (coughs) Because you've never been where you are going. I promise you I won't be long and I'm not going to be long. We're living in trouble sometimes right this moment. Every one of you is already starting to feel the pressure. Listen to me. Don't let me lose your attention at this late hour. You're feeling the pressure. You're feeling the pressure of what's going on in our world right now. I don't know if you can pick up on it. But there is a major shift, a dynamic shift that is going on in our world. And I'm not just, I'm not a conspiracist theory. I don't believe in conspiracies. I'm just not big on conspiracies. But I am big on believing in the word of the Lord and the prophecies that are to come to pass. And honey, if you're going to ever get right with God, you better get right with God now because things are beginning to wrap up like I've never seen before. I've never seen it in a place where we're now looking at the possibility of food shortages. In the United States of America, the most plenteous nation on earth, the most prosperous nation on earth. We still lead the world in our economy right now. We're still ahead of China a good bit yet, but yet still the strongest economy in the world can be brought low when we start having shortages of food and gasoline gets short. I was reading about a product of the diesel that is being shortened now that all diesel trucks have to have to be able to deliver 
uh, um, uh, things from one place to another and only a handful of nations uh, are importing or exporting this particular thing and now they're starting to shut that down and now what do you think that's going to do to all your big trucks on the interstate system that are bringing you food to Walmart what do you think's going to happen I'm going to tell you what's going to happen men's hearts are going to start failing them for fear of the things that are coming upon them I declare in the name of the Lord you've never been where you are right now you've never walked where you're walking right now but I declare by the power of God God's still on the throne he still rules and he still reigns and he's got you in the palm of his hand and no man can pluck you out of his hand because you've never been here before who would have thought that we would see such things frightening as COVID coming not once, not twice, not three times, but four, five, and six times. Over and over and over again. There's all kind of viral things that are floating out there we ain't never seen before, making folks sick and have to have steroid shots to get better over it. And I'm one of them. I never had to have a steroid shot to get over a viral infection before. What's going on? I'm telling you, we're winding down. Things are happening. You, you, you go ahead and call me crazy if you want to. But I'm telling you in the fear of the Lord, you better get things right with the Lord. You better get things lined up with the Lord. This thing's winding down. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I'm telling you one thing. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. But yet where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. And when we walk in the presence of the Lord, I'm looking for the ark of the covenant. I'm looking for the spirit of God. And when the spirit of God goes to moving, I got to get up out of my place and say, God, I'm not staying here. I've got to go where you go, Lord. I want to go where you are. I've got to have the promises of God, and they are yea, and in him, amen. Because you've never been here before. Well, God's always moved a certain way before. You got something messed up in your mind. Because we're entering into an area now that no man has ever walked before. And we're seeing things happen that God has ordained by his word. God wrote the book of Revelation, authored it in a manner in which that it would be difficult to understand until it occurred. There's things about the book of Revelation that are still shrouded in mystery. There's spoken types and shadows and things that represent something else. And you may think you've guessed it, but you may not have guessed it. But when it begins to occur, one thing after another, then you will know that it's coming to pass. And we're seeing things happen one thing after another. One thing after another. 
I'm winding this down. I really am. But I want to tell you something. The Bible talks about the man of sin being presented to the world, which we know is the Antichrist. But it is strongly implied in the word of the Lord that he will most likely be homosexual. Guess what month you're in. Am I want to care to guess what to call it now? Pride month. Pride goes before a fall. That's what the word says. Pride goes before a fall. We're looking at unprecedented perversion in our world today. You've never been here before, but yet we serve a God. It says, I have greater and more marvelous things in store for you. That even though the world becomes more wicked. Come on, Sister Misty. Even though the world becomes more wicked, my grace will become that much sweeter. And I will be able to bring the lost loved ones back into the fold. I believe that we are going to see a backslider revival. I said, I believe we're going to see a backslider revival. You belong here. Oh, you've been off somewhere else wandering around, fooling around with things you know better to fool around with, but yet God's saying you need to be back home. It's time to come on home. You've never been here before, but I declare unto you, church, that right now we're going to be walking on grounds that God has already given us, territory that he's already promised. Every place you put your foot down, God says that's yours, and that's yours, and that's yours. A great revival. Stand with me this morning. Because you've never been here before. You've never walked where you're walking right now. Oh, God. 